Well, Aaron Stone back here with you again for another edition of Logan Regional Medical Center and you. We have on the line a couple of experts from uh, Logan Regional Medical Center. We'll first have on the phone from uh, Infection Prevention, Miss Don Canterbury. And uh, from uh, Logan Regional Medical Center of Pharmacy, we have Kathy White. Uh, good evening, ladies. Or good afternoon, ladies. Good good morning, ladies. I'll get it right eventually here. Well, it's Monday. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I hope everything's going okay for you all. So who, who am I talking to first this morning? Well, it depends on your question. Oh, okay. Well, first thing I want to talk about is... Um, COVID-19 vaccine. As we talked about on What's Your Opinion, there's several uh, vaccines that have been approved for use here in the United States. That's the uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and the Johnson & Johnson vaccines. Now, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, I've heard a lot of people ask this, a lot of people seem to want to gravitate toward the Moderna and the Pfizer, because they hear that it has a higher percentage protection of uh, from infection. Uh, is that something that people should really be thinking about, or should they just take whatever vaccine that they can get? Well, they should really take whichever one is available to them first mm-hmm. so that they can uh, become immune and be safe from getting COVID or be about 99% safe from getting COVID. Yes, I, and that's pretty much what I have gathered uh, over the last several months here since since this vaccine uh, or vaccines have become available. And um, th- that's pretty much the first thing. So basically what you're saying is if you could get the vaccine, never mind which one it is, you should just get the vaccine and you'll, you'll have a blanket of, of protection here uh, at some point when it becomes uh, fully inoculated, where you become fully inoculated here. Um, Another question that I've run into a lot about the vaccine is, do I need to still wear a mask uh, after I have received the vaccine? This is Dawn in Infection Prevention, and absolutely, you still need to wear a mask after you have received the vaccine. Uh, It's especially important between your first and second dose to continue social distancing, wearing your mask and hand hygiene, because after you've received the vaccine, it varies from individual to individual. It could take two to four weeks for you to be inoculated and be protected, and you still can contract COVID between vaccinations. So with the second vaccine, with Moderna and Pfizer, that boosts your percentage of protection a little bit higher. Um, So, yes, you definitely still need to mask. And the reason for masking is is to help protect those who have not been vaccinated. Because even though you've had the vaccine, you still can carry the virus. So masking is going to continue for quite some time and going to be recommended along with social distancing until we can reach that herd immunity, which is 80% of the population or more vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so right now what we're heading towards is we're, we're trying to get to herd immunity. And, of course, you know, so many people have already had it. So many people have recovered from it, and now we have the vaccine. And you're saying 80% of the population uh, to, to achieve herd immunity? Yes. It's just like with the measles five years ago before they received vaccination. Mm-hmm. It took 95% to be vaccinated to uh, 
help uh, eradicate measles. And the statistics out on the COVID vaccine is at least 80%. And that's including children too. And Kathy can probably talk more about they're doing uh, trials on younger children now too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that, that's something that they didn't do in the beginning uh, trials on, on younger children. So, Kathy, uh, fill us in. What, 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 what do you know right now is going on with these trials for uh, young children, and what have they been finding with it? Uh, clinical trials are uh, taking place for children. I believe they started with the children, uh, well, for Pfizer. You know, it, it can be given down to 16 currently. It does have the emergency use authorization from the CDC and FDA down to age 16, and that's the only one that goes that low. The others are 18. Now, uh, they are studying Pfizer and Moderna. I know they uh, there's a study going on from for 12 to 8, 17, if you will, or 12 to 15, on the, depending on which one we're talking about um, currently. And then also there's another study going on uh, for age 8 to 12, and uh, that's the current ones that I know about, and they are seeing good data, um, good immunity being generated. I actually do have a friend uh, in Cincinnati that has um, a family member in the 12 to uh, 17 Moderna trial, and um, he did just fine with the, with the vaccine. But the immunity is looking good for that age group. Now, we're talking about people doing fine uh, with vaccine. Um, this is, um, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll have a, a, a little rundown here of misconceptions about the vaccine. I know, um, so I had my first shot um, early, late, late last month. So I, I'm going to be due here to another week or two for my second shot. Now, the first shot, probably not the best person in the world. I'm one of those guys that have to look away, cover my eyes, and hum when I get a shot. Uh, that's whether I'm getting a shot or uh, giving blood. Anything involving anything with uh, uh, medicine or medical, I'm not. I'm I'm not a. Uh, I, I'm not a soldier here, okay? So he's not lying either. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> so, so y'all, y'all remember when you came up and did flu shots? Exactly. Uh, so now, I I took the shot. Arm was a little bruised. Felt a little mm, over the weekend. I was fortunate enough to get it on a Friday. Uh, Saturday, I was a little tired. Arm hurt. Arm was going to hurt no matter what. Uh, whether it really hurt or not, it didn't matter. Um, now, people are saying that the second shot is a lot harder on you. You have a lot more symptoms from uh, the vaccine. Is this true? And if it is, uh, you know, what 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 can people do to uh, counteract those uh, symptoms? Uh, well, it's fairly common for uh, people to have a little bit more vigorous response to the second vaccine because uh, your body recognizes that um, that if you're giving it a, a little uh, boost, if you will, and the immunity is already there, so it's recognizing it and it's responding to, uh, to that um, foreign body that you're adding to it. And, mm -hmm. and that's what we want to see. We want to see that immune response. But it's also okay if you don't have a, have a, a, uh, 
terrible response to it, if you will. If you have, mm. uh, it's fairly common to have fever and a sore arm and maybe a little bit of tiredness and um, you just don't feel quite right. Yeah, um, I didn't exactly and, feel bad. I didn't exactly feel good. Right, and and you're not supposed to really take Tylenol in advance of it, mm-hmm. but if you do have those symptoms um, after you've had the second injection, it's okay to go ahead and uh, and take the you know take it then. Yeah, told Kathy's s- right. Go ahead. It affects everybody. It, it, Kathy's right. It affects everybody differently. Some people can take that second dose and have no reactions at all. Mm-hmm. Everybody's body reacts differently to the immune responses. Now, my mother, she had um, the Moderna, and uh, first shot, no problem. Second shot, she said she just felt so bad for about five hours. And she said around midnight, it just stopped. (laughs) So she just suddenly felt better, and she hasn't had any problems since. So literally, it is a person-by-person basis here as, as, as to how they're going to react to it. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. And then after you get your second shot, you know, it'll be two weeks and you'll be considered fully vaccinated Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll be protected against the virus that causes COVID. And um, really, like, what can you do once you've been fully vaccinated? Um, You can visit inside a home uh, with other people who are fully vaccinated. You can... um, also, uh, go from one household to another. You can visit domestically, like you can travel. Mm. Uh, and we're coming up on vacation time for the summer, and, you know, that's something people want to consider, that you can um, – we've, we've been restricted for, for, you know, a year now. So mm. that's just something to think about. And, and you made that specific there. You said um, other people who are vaccinated. Um what um, what has been the response? I know you all have uh, been out there and you've been seeing the numbers here. Uh, oh, I imagine you have. What kind of response have we had in Logan County uh, or even surrounding counties that you're aware of? What kind of response have we had for the vaccine? I know here at the hospital with their employees, we are at, what, Kathy, 70, 75%. Oh, that's great. Employees. But community-wide, that's something Steve Browning could probably answer better than, than we could as far as the community's uh, percentage. But I know they have had very good success with the vaccination clinics that they have been holding in the community and inoculating several hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Steve Browning and get the health department could give you more statistics on that. Mm-hmm. As, and I figured as much there, and I, I talk to him quite regularly, so I will I'll, I will pitch that to him. I appreciate that. So uh, right now uh, in the state, 16 and up right now is open for uh, COVID-19. Uh, if, if somebody were wanting to uh, get this vaccine, uh, what would you recommend that they start to uh, they do the first step to uh, get an appointment to get this vaccine? Well, uh, several of the pharmacies also have it. I know uh, Walgreens has it. Um, We don't have a CVS in our area, but uh, they do also have it. I I mean, we do have one within 30 to 45 minutes from here. They also have it. 
and um, some of your local pharmacies are also carrying it. I know Man Pharmacy has it. Uh, do you know of any other places, Dawn? Uh, Hurley Drug and mm-hmm. Williamson has it. So they could call up these uh, pharmacies to ask if they had it and which brand they, they have. And I'm, then that, no. you still have that state um, number that you can call or uh, get on the website and register. Uh, they still have the clinics at 84 Lumber for the public also. So there's uh, several places that it's available for people. And, and they also could, there's yeah. lots of advertisements via social media mm-hmm. as well as where they're having vaccination clinic sites at, I know, throughout Logan County and Mingo County with the dates and times. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And so, uh, you know, we're uh, winding down the minutes here of our program. And uh, what, what, um, what, what do you think right now are, are some of the most important points that people need to take away from this vaccine right now? Get vaccinated to protect yourself and protect others you love. Being vaccinated, once we get that herd immunity, we're going to have a little more freedom to do things. Yeah, I mean, it's just, we've had, um, you know, we've been under this um, COVID vaccine, our back COVID uh, pandemic for a year now, and um, everybody, I'm sure, is ready for some relief from it, and this is how we can get that relief, by getting the vaccine and um, taking care of each other by, with the herd immunity. Absolutely, and I know a lot of people has COVID fatigue, as Kathy said, we're we're well over a year into this, and everybody just wants to hang up their masks. We can't do so yet. We're winning this battle, and so we just have to stay diligent about masking, hand hygiene, social distancing to protect those in our community and our children that have not been vaccinated yet. But the vaccination is the only way that we are going to um, get back to normal. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And and that's the end goal that we all want to get back to is normal, doing what we want to do whenever we want to do it without having to wear a mask and having to worry about staying apart from one another. and, and I think those are the most important points there, ladies, that you, you bring forward is, is get vaccinated, follow the guidelines, stay separated, keep your mask on, and we'll make it through uh, what's the, the, the tagline here we've been hearing for a year now, uh, stronger together uh, and apart. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I, I just played the, the, I just played the PSA a minute ago, and I can't remember what it was, but I've heard it for a year. Uh, so... Uh, I appreciate you ladies coming on and helping us inform our audience here more about uh, what's going on with the vaccine. Uh, as the governor said many times, it's it's safe. You're not going to grow antlers, as he says. Uh, you're not you're not going to uh, sprout wings. Uh, this is uh, something that's going to protect you, protect your family, protect your children, uh, protect your neighbor. So I think this is all something that we should all really uh, get involved in. And, and again, I thank you very much. We have on the phone with us Kathy White uh, from the Logan Regional Medical Center Pharmacy, and we also have uh, prevent, infection prevention, uh, Don Canterbury. I appreciate you ladies for coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you, Aaron. Hey, and uh, we'll be back with the Hem and Gospel Hour after this.
Hoop Scoreboard is brought to you by the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. Here's Kane Dials from the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. Protecting and nurturing traumatized children is our top priority when placing them in our emergency shelters. And we do just that when we have people like you who want to make a positive impact on West Virginia youth. Become a foster parent, mentor, or volunteer with the Children's Home Society of West Virginia. Call 304-239-2470. The Chapmanville Tigers game against Liberty was canceled. The Lady Tigers lost to Greenbrier East Friday.